You can now support the Terrible Warriors through Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. And thank you so much to everyone who's already chosen to support us. Your support is going to help us do things we never imagined were possible. And even if you don't want to support us on Patreon, that's fine too. And keep sharing the show because games are meant to be shared. And we love sharing the joy of role-playing games with you and with everyone else too. And which is why you're here. Of course, we've got a game to play. We return to Edmonton to Derek the Bard and his Bardites. Derek the Bard and his Edmonton. I don't know. We're going to come with a snappy title for you guys soon. Don't worry about it. But they're terrible warriors all the same. They've given me a little something to read before we get into our first episode of Mutant City Blues. In the criminal justice system, crimes committed by or against superpowered individuals are considered especially problematic. In Edmonton, Canada, the dedicated detectives who investigate these strange felonies are members of an elite squad, known as the Heightened Crimes Investigation Unit. These are their stories. Hey, terrible listeners, welcome back. It's the end of the summer, and thus we, the Edmonton crew, return. Unfortunately, uh, or, or fortunately... Wes somehow shrunk in size, lost uh, about 150 pounds, and grew his hair out to become a completely new player. Uh, I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I will be, once again, your GM for this evening. Hopefully not for much longer, because we've got some guys here with some great ideas around this table. Tonight we're going to be playing Mutant City Blues. It is like the bastard love child of Law and Order, (laughs) Uh, in this case Lethal Weapon, and X-Men. And powers, I guess now, because, you know, stuff. Anyway, I'm going to introduce folks around the table. Going from my left. Hey, I'm Jesse. I'm the one that's replacing Wes today. Uh, Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit 42. Uh, Will Mitchell. Cameron Dunn of Viral Outbreak Gaming. And together we are Return the Terrible Warriors of Edmonton. And... Yes, we are recording this. Ha, ha, ha. Doing it live. So, as I said, tonight we are playing Mutant City Blues. And you've all got your D6. Mm-hmm. Put them on the table. Boom. They roll on the table, preferably uh, on placemat. <laughs> I'm not going to let you introduce your characters just yet. I'm going to introduce them one at a time as we begin in proper cop show fashion in Meteor Res. Yes. Boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> So, to start this game off, ten years ago, there was a strange influenza outbreak that vanished mysteriously a few weeks later. People just got better out of the blue. And then after that, some of them started developing superpowers. And then other people started developing superpowers. It was called the Sudden Mutation Event. It is ten years later. We're going to say it happened in 2006, so it's 2016 now. And the heightened, as they are called, also sometimes called mutants, muties, freaks, not superheroes, are now just regular productive members of society. Heightened rights is a huge issue in politics. Some powers have to be legally sanctioned or registered with the government. There's a whole thing around it. And dealing with those are the brave officers of Edmonton Police Service's Heightened Crimes Investigation Unit. Who we will open on. uh, It's about 2 a.m. on a Saturday night. Um, It's going along White Ave, which is uh, one of the kind of the main trendier stretches of town for those who don't live in Edmonton. 
And the first thing that we actually see as it passes our little metaphorical camera is just a blur. A, uh, just a blur of a car going past. And then immediately shooting past that is... Shane, what kind of car does your character drive? Uh, <laughs> the one thing that I didn't bother to think of for my character, uh, I don't know. Do you want to say it's like, um, like, you know what? It's a minivan. It's what you take your kids to, like, <laughs> hockey practice in. Fair enough. Okay, it's a minivan with a police light stuck on top of it. In the passenger seat. Shane, introduce your character. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, my character is Detective Floyd Murrow. Uh, he's a homicide detective who is two years away from retirement, like you do. And uh, should I bother mentioning his powers now? Or? No, I think we're going to find out what his powers are shortly. Uh, <laughs> in the driver's seat beside him, driving like a maniac, Jesse. Uh... Okay, driving his uh, Clep O'Malley Aniac. He is a he's a just a regular traffic cop. He's been working out for years, but uh, he has a very bad habit of stealing everything in sight. So he's very on the cusp of being fired. Well, I mean, he's been promoted within the uh, the <laughs> SCIU. He's a detective now. You're plain clothes. You're maybe not as much of a klepto as you might occasionally think you are. Oh, okay. More to the point, you're one of the only officers in Edmonton with superpowers, so they couldn't really do anything with you. <laughs> Job security. And you are driving like a maniac. Probably because I didn't know, don't actually have my license. You have a license. You can drive. You're a cop. You don't know that. You were mine. really hell-bent on making sure my Murtaugh had a rigs, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> he proposed this to me. And he's like, these are the powers I want. I'm like, oh my god. In the back seat, however, not terribly amused by this turn of events and chattering on the radio to update people. Uh, between hyperventilating into a paper bag uh, is um, former special constable uh, um, uh, Amos Richardson. Um, now Detective Richardson, which is still a name that years later he's still not comfortable with. Um, yeah, he's chattering away for backup, um, hyperventilating into a bag in between sort of, uh, orders. Um, he's buckled in. Uh, he is supposed to be playing clothes. He's not. He's in uniform. Uh, a crisp, clean, straight uniform. <laughs> we, we, we took Shane straight man and added another straight man who's even straighter. <laughs> and beside him... We have Paul Payne, Spider Cop. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the face palm, Derek. You brought this on yourself. Wonder what his powers are. It's true. Uh, <laughs> so, the powers in this game use something called the Quaid Diagram, where you buy them as they relate to other powers. And our PCs took some. They took some interesting turns. So I'm going to start you off, Jesse. Can you give me a driving check? Driving check. Uh, do you want to spend any of your pool on it? Nah. <laughs> Just straight up? <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. Is it driving like maniac? I got a one. <laughs> first roll of the night. Uh, no, no, we're about to go through the first roll of the night. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Over a meridian and into track. So, you're driving along in this minivan, and a minivan, it turns out, 
doesn't do high-speed police chases very well. Hey, what? <laughs> as you slam through, uh, you, you know, you, you try to switch lanes too fast. You end up going up onto the sidewalk. Um, you knock over a couple signs. <laughs> And you plow through a hot dog cart that's just kind of been set up. You're going to say this is, you know, happening towards um, mid-August, so it's fringe. You know, they've got some people out on the street selling food. Um, You you are having an interesting time dodging through traffic, and they'll they'll make their roll. They will also roll a one (laughs) as they slam through the meridian and go into the other lane. (laughs) Does anyone want to take any actions at this point? Gonna grab the wheel <laughs> you're, you're from the back seat. <laughs> Maybe I should grab the wheel since I'm in the passenger seat for no, some no, reason. It's cool. In my own damn car. Can I reach my hand out the window and try to catch one of those hot dogs? No, no, it's not quite that kind of game. Uh, yeah. Okay, we're triggered. Dude, the it's the fringe. You go for an onion kick. What's uh, um. Now, I can see this other vehicle. Yes. And it is indeed an internal combustion motor. <laughs> oh. Uh, I need to look in the book if this is possible, but okay. <laughs> I, I I didn't actually foresee this happening when, I, when you took these powers. I'm assuming in the, you know, kingdom of Oilberta, it's probably not a Tesla. <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee you, no. Yeah. It is not, in fact, a Tesla. Okay, so our first power use of the evening, and Will is using suppress... Uh, elect- suppress explosion, which is this book has a lot of powers in it. Oh wow! Suppress influence, suppress explosion. You've already got a very interesting use of a power right here. <laughs> Do I need to see the? It explosion? doesn't say you can't. Yes, the system rules as a dog can't be a cop. <laughs> now, to be fair, keep in mind that internal combustion engine has many explosions. Yes, I was hoping. That's, I'm you curious. could probably field, or do I just like make him stop? You make it stop. You make Ooh. it. You turn an implosion, uh, an explosion into an implosion. Ooh, rad! Uh, <laughs> um, oh, that's gonna. Okay, so I don't just stop it. I reverse it temporarily. Because that's going to do all sorts of weird things on engine. Uh, <laughs> you alter the kinetic energy fueling an explosion, dissipating its force and converting it into a harmless implosion. I'm not sure what that would do What's to a vehicle. A harmless implosion. You're not sure chamber. what that would do to a vehicle. Let's find out. Okay. Do you want to spend any points on this? Um. This strikes me as hard since apparently it's a corner case. Um. I will spend two of my points. Uh, or do I have to spend two just to turn this power on? Or nope. Oh, nope. great. You, uh, oh, wait, do you, I think you do have, I'm going to make you roll for it in this case just because it is a... It's a moving a, vehicle and I'm jumping around and I'm yelling out codes to people. And <laughs> yeah, you I know what, you... should be in bandits. <laughs> you've got the... I've, I've, got my, I've got my CPAP machine and my briefcase. You've got the cop who's two years to retirement and then you have this schlop. <laughs> Yeah, okay, uh, give me a check. Um, okay. Do you want to spend just... I'm going to spend two. Okay. Because okay. keep in mind, you regenerate them every 24 hours. Ooh. Oh, well, this could be a very busy day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's starting up. I, I didn't mean it that way. I mean, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, if you want to spend more. If that's what you mean, well, hey, big spender, let's go with three. Okay. <laughs> um, three's a magical number. Oh, God, I love that sound. I know, yes. right? We're oh. using the bowl and the poker chips again. Yeah. Yes. We need more spells now. 
Alright, so rolling it up, plus three, I got an eight. Just so happens the difficulty I set was an eight. Look at that. Um, So, you you, you kind of latch onto uh, the front of Shane's passenger seat and like pull yourself (laughs) forward so you can see the car. And does it make a sound? Like like a scanner sort of? Well, it, it, no, but their car sure makes a sound. Nice. Um, the, their, their car immediately backfires uh, as there is suddenly a vacuum inside of their engine. Yep. Shane's the mechanic. I'm not exactly sure what that would do, Shane, but I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be good for the car. No, it wouldn't, definitely. I'm just, I'm trying to picture it myself. That's... Causing an implosion in a compression chamber instead of an explosion. At mid-cycle. At oh. mid-cycle. Oh. I almost feel like that would cause like a suction action on the piston that oh, would just like throw the stuff. entire... It'll mess up your timing pretty that bad. That would throw <laughs> all of the timing out of whack. Depending yeah. The strength, the, I mean, so strength, the, the, it, could the, blow, the, it could pull a piston off the crankshaft. Yeah, no, the, the, you, there is definitely a very loud boom as the, as the engine backfires. Ooh. Um, and then I'm going to give them a check to see if they can control the car at this point. <laughs> I'm hoping that they just gen- slowly drift to a stop. <laughs> see, I was expecting that Shane was going to use his power to, uh, to get involved with this instead. I didn't foresee Will using his suppressed explosion. It's late, it's late at night, and Special Constable Richardson, he needs a beauty sleep. Uh, that's a three. Uh, they, they needed a six. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> the driver tries to control the car as this happens. It doesn't work so well. They cruise back over the meridian. Okay, so at least another um, right direction. Right. And then they uh, they pretty much slam. Um, just trying to picture White Ave. You know that Chinese restaurant. Um, that's right across the street from uh, Warp One. There's like the there's like the brew pu- there's like the beer pub and oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah yeah no they they're, they're going to need a new front everything now yeah. oh, no. uh, for for the for the non Edmontonians it's like a, a stucco building that like at some point became a Chinese restaurant and has been one it's like a super fancy Chinese it's restaurant so it, it's wow. yeah Shane and I went in there once looked at the menu and we're like uh we're gonna go buy subs at Subway instead yeah <laughs> yes. something exterior lovely interior yeah well not so well, lovely now it's now full of car thankfully however it's two o'clock in the morning <laughs> the only guys there is the poor bastards in the kitchen sweeping up up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to... Uh, Jesse, give me a roll to pull the car to a stop. Okay. Um, you know what? I'll uh, I'll, use a, I'll use two points for that. Sure. Sorry. So you know what? Because, you know, you're, you're moving at high speed, and you want to try and actually pull up before they can uh, go yeah. anywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that will be a six, then. Fantastic. I was looking for a five or higher. Nice. One of the things about this game is that I don't tell you what the difficulty is. Mm. You kind of have to guess. <laughs> Gumshoe's all about the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much this scene, but... Yeah. Okay, the minivan pulls right up in front. Um, and then the day suspects are going to make their athletics check to try to break out of the car <laughs> to actually, you know, uh, attempt to leg it away from you guys. Well, don't want... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they both got ones. <laughs> wow, oh my, my Borderlands dice don't like these NPCs. Great <laughs> There's a lot of wall in the way of the functioning of those doors. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, one of them's like pinned with a table on the side, so the guy tries to open it and he just runs into a lot of table. Uh, the, other, the other guy's got like the buffet and there's like hot yeah. water and shaving dishes. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you guys going to do from there? Because they can't seem to get out of the car. Well, I mean, Richardson's definitely going to just, like, keep radioing in, like, we may need ambulances and uh, uh, whatever the code for we put a car through the wall is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's requesting the code for putting uh, a car through a wall as part of a chase. Do you want to make a roll? Uh, actually... I'm going to make a bureaucracy roll. I actually, you don't that. You don't make a bureaucracy roll in this game. Oh. You This only requires one... Uh, Basically, um, you are now using an investigative skill. Investigative skills in Gumshoe are not rolled. They are automatic. Because Gumshoe is predicated on the idea that you don't have to roll to uh, move forward in the mystery. So you don't end up with problems where you're like, so I need you to search for this clue. I got a one. Uh, You spend more time. Give me another roll. I got a one. Spend more time. I got a 20. You find the clue! Nice. (laughs) So you, uh, you think... You think. And you know something kind of analogous to it? Okay. You know, it's like, uh, I'm ca- calling in a uh, 125. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Just, 125 is like a car through the side of a bridge. Yeah, this is about as close as we're going to get on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, he's calling it in. What are you guys going to do? Uh, well, first of all, Jesse, what was the name of your character again? Uh, Clep. Clepo-Molly-Aniac. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) No, it's great. I've been savoring it since the first time you said it. All right, first of all, as soon as we pull over, I'm telling Clip to get the hell out of my car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the driver's seat. It's my car. (laughs) I leave it to you guys to decide why Shane was in the passenger seat and you were behind the wheel. (laughs) Because apparently I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Sad uh, saxophone. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> He's about to retire. He's got night blindness. And so, <laughs> can't drive it, and so begins the Terrible Warriors Mutant City Blues drinking games. <laughs> Every time I say I'm too old for this shit, they shack. <laughs> I just imagine Clint, like Blitz saying like shotgun tries to like do the like sliding across the <laughs> the minivan. Yeah. So, what are you guys planning? Dude, just try and take cover, or I mean, they're not out of the vehicle yet. I... Do There's... we know if they're armed? We've uh, not seen that they're armed. Well, well here's the thing: you, um... well, we're about well, to find out. Um, uh, yeah. You are chasing them because you were on this call. Um, because they um, they knocked over a uh, a store that like specializes in um, like mutant memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, okay. There, there are some. There's like mutant professional athletes. There's wannabe mutant vigilantes who manage to get themselves like sponsorship deals. Nice. Uh, and this is just by Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the alarm for that one. Keeping in mind that you are this small kind of underfunded unit of all of four cops, uh, is linked through so that um, the nine one one operators call you guys. Nice. Because you're nominally responsible for any crimes involving the mutant community in Edmonton. Ah, so this is in some way... Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. This this is vaguely your monkeys and your circus. Okay. All right, okay. Uh, okay, well, in that case, Klepp will want to get out of the car, and he'll, he'll sort of hold like, his hands like a finger gun, 
and then you'll aim at the guy's <laughs> and he's gonna get ready to use the concussive black beam. Okay. Like, maybe you should tell them what, like, tell, tell them to like stop. <laughs> Does anyone want to announce that you're police first? <laughs> <laughs> Garrett. Yep. You know this. I know this. The way he was holding his hands right now. If Cassie were here. She, she would immediately be like, Mars fire! Yes, she would. Oh, Cassie. That's exactly the we, we need to fly you out to Edmonton at some point to be in one of these games. Oh, um, yeah, we're that desperate for a woman in this crew. We, we, we do certainly need a more female element yeah. to our vocal cast. Continuing, guys. Let's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> who's doing what? Let, uh, Jesse. So you're, you, got, you got your finger gun pointed. Yeah, Shane. I was getting ready. Uh, I'm getting out beside him, and I'm just pulling. I'm just pulling my pistol and badge. <laughs> just, just shouting, you know, Edmonton Police Service. Uh, Going to the hands up. Yep. Okay. Will. Uh, assuming that I'm done radioing it in. Yep. Um, I'm going to put away the radio neatly um, and get out of the car nice and fast. Um, very stately and orderly. Um, maybe not stately, but orderly at least. Um, uh, and then hand. On the firearm, doesn't really like it, but he's touching it and shouldn't be drawing it yet because they don't seem to be armed. I don't want to escalate the force. He's saying it out loud as he's doing all of this. Um, and that identifies EPS, please, uh, hands up and exit the vehicle yep. and get on the ground. Cam? Uh, what's at the buffet table? <laughs> There's nothing, it's 2 a.m. Oh, uh, so okay. just steam. Yeah. Not even steam. Well, it's like, it's, it's not even full of water. It's just. Yeah. just it's a Saturday. It's just they set it out for the night to get ready for the Sunday morning buffet. A slight vinegar smell, man. <laughs> um, I'm gonna chuck a table at the car. You're gonna what? Sorry, chuck a table at the car. Uh, well, you're outside the restaurant. Oh, I'm outside? Okay. Yeah, oh. yeah. You guys pulled up outside the restaurant. Their car is about halfway wedged in. Mm, okay. Sweet. Okay. Um. Can I start? Can I web it and start pulling it? You're not super strong. Yeah, but I can put it between two things. So can I put it on our car? Well, no. Uh, what your adhesive does okay. is like you can uh, you can project a little bit of webbing and then stick like a tracker on a car. Oh, okay. uh, your picture frames at home probably aren't nailed to the wall. You just uh, put a bit of webbing on them. Nice. 3M hates you. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not the grappling hook from Just Cause. <laughs> no, it, it's also not uh, Scorpion's freaking uh, harpoon from Mortal Kombat. No, nice. Um, you, you you are Spider Man, except you can't crawl up walls and you don't have super strength. That's fair. <laughs> you in fact just got the webbing. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm just gonna pull out my gun and badge as well. <laughs> okay. Um. They slowly start to extricate themselves from the car. As I remind myself what powers I gave them. Oh, boy. Uh, we should really move to s- surround them, everyone. Uh, I'm just taking point. I got I got my finger gun. I'm going to blast them. I, well, no, but, no, we have to wait. There's, did you not take the workshop? We have, I was on the cusp of being fired, all right? It's a miracle I'm still over bourbon here. Well, yes, and if we don't want to have that situation reverse, then it's a good idea for us to not... Have... Oh, oh, they're getting out. Um, so, one of them gets out. He's got his hands up. Um, he's just dressed in, you know, um, black jeans, uh, like blue jeans, black hoodie, uh, hoods thrown back. He's... Um, Hoodlum wear. 
he's just a, uh he's he's a white kid looks like he's maybe like 19 or 20 um how tall uh five nine five ten eyes and hair <laughs> yeah he has the mouth great yeah <laughs> he, he's he just kind of looks like some uh you know late uh generic late uh teens white kid yeah um uh other guy gets out of the car um he looks um probably chinese um most of his hair has been shaved off um he's kind of just wearing like similar you know like hoodie jeans yeah um combat boots they look like a couple of you know just kind of regular kids going out to break the law gotcha um he takes one look at you guys, and he's going to try and use his power. Ooh. And we'll see how well this works for him. Ooh. Very. Apparently uh, exceptionally well. Oh, God. Um, hold on to your butts. <laughs> uh, yeah, you may want to hold on to something, because he has super speed. Oh, oh no! Was he Flintstoney at the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was you in the Nightbane game. Oh yeah! <laughs> we established in that game why Flintstoning it doesn't work. We did. <laughs> I couldn't have turned off the engine. Um, so he basically pulls a Barry Allen, uh, where suddenly there's just almost like this vacuum where he was a moment ago, um, and then you feel a wind blast past you, um, and he's like fifty feet behind you. Oh wow! And he's like, "Come on, man! Yo, get, come on, get out of there!" And the the other guy's like, oh, "Okay, you know, just just don't shoot me. Get get on the ground. Okay, it's just you know, I I gotta say something as he's as he's just Please, slowly getting down. Anything you say is gonna be used against you in the court of law. Oh, just no. just um. Then you hear a sound. Oh boy! It, it's not coming from him. It's coming from above you. Uh, and it sounds like." Except it's a lot of caw caws. Oh my god, oh, no. uh, <laughs> And what you see, if any of you look up, is this literal cloud of crows and magpies. Uh, there's some pigeons, there's some seagulls. Oh no. And they start descending. Uh, Richardson is disgusted and is going to have none of that. Uh, he's going to jump back into the minivan. <laughs> How did I not give any of you defects at this point? I should just give you defects, just offhand. <laughs> we do it ourselves. <laughs> They're theoretically a flaw in this game. There's mutant aids that makes you explode. Oh, God. I wanted it. <laughs> oh, did you say? Did you actually see that when you were looking through the chart? Yeah, the self explosion one. I was like, oh, yes. No, no, that's <laughs> the that's the power. There, oh. There's something called sudden explosive death syndrome. It is exactly what it sounds like. Oh my god! Um, it, only mutants can catch it. Um, you you get it if you jump between. I think it's disease control, uh, disease immunity, and cure disease. Um, and if it goes active. You literally just explode, and everyone that you explode over is now potentially infected. Amazing. 
Shane's yawning. He's like, oh, I've heard better. <laughs> That's a sucky fictional disease. I'm just waiting for the coffee to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did start this session with coffee and donuts. You know, cop food. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As for tradition. So what are you guys doing? You've got... I'm into the minivan. Okay. I'm going to give that to you for free, Will. I'm going to command insects to go fight these birds. Okay, give me a roll. Oh, yeah. Mosquitoes versus birds. Five. Okay. You play Pokemon. You know that's a bad idea. That's a good idea. Pug Pokemon for... Isn't isn't Pug weak against flying? Yep. Well, uh, so... Cam? They're bugs. Those are birds. Birds eat bugs, you stupid Pokemon master. Well, actually, I'm going to use that to prompt to make another roll. As um, Cam, you uh, you use your power and you telepathically command um, every bug within something like 100 meters of you. Holy God. Um, wow. On White Avenue in August? Oh. Yeah, literally. That's like a thousand the, tons of biome. The, the, so this awesome. cloud of mayflies <laughs> and mosquitoes oh, and black oh, flies. It's a cloud and birds and a wall. A all the fruit flies come out of the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And Some cockroaches. Well, they can't fly, so they're not terrible. All the uh, non. You grab basically all the flying insects okay. and you send them up against the birds. Um. And the birds flip their shit. <laughs> you, make, you make a lot of low-quality foie gras right now. <laughs> and the bir- he loses control of the birds. Ooh, okay. Unfortunately, the birds were about ten feet above you at the time. Yeah. So there's now just this swarming maelstrom of birds around you. <laughs> and I'm going to ask everyone to make, uh, make me an athletics check. Ooh. Let me know if you want to spend any points. Will, you do not have to, because I presume you probably shut the van door after. Oh, I absolutely shut the door and turn on the windshield wipers and the headlights. <laughs> and talk radio. Yeah, I was going to say. No, 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 no talk radio. I have whales on. <laughs> it's uh, not your car. I know, well, yeah, but he's got a Bluetooth. Anyways. You know what? Just be safe. I'm going to see two athletic points on this one. Sure. Shane, you spending anything? Ooh. Ooh. You got to, technically, you got to spend before you roll. Yeah. What well, did you... I just rolled five, so... You're fine. Um, I'm at an eight. You're super fine, Jesse. <laughs> I'm going to wing it. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, you get winged over <laughs> Cam, <laughs> wing attack. you take a seagull to the face. Uh, I've become Fabio now. Congratulations, oh, no. you have me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bugs start going over you. Uh, you lose control of the bugs at that point. Yes. Oh, no. Many of the bugs land on you. Many more of the birds land on you. Oh, no. You are now covered in bugs and covered in birds. We're like maybe half an hour into this game and already we're dealing with the plagues of Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Cam Dunn's character is a one-man plague. Oh, God. So, uh, Jesse, Shane, what are you guys going to do? Oh, yeah, and he's going to take the distraction this all causes to try and run. Uh, yeah, he rolls a one. He trips over the steam table. Yes. <laughs> he, he, start, uh, he, he, turns, he starts trying to run into the restaurant as you guys are swatting and diving a, around to avoid the birds. And he trips over the steam table and face plants. Oh, my gosh. Nice. I'm just going to go in and put the cuffs on him. Just enough. Okay, uh, so that's going to involve a struggle check. Both I and my character have had enough of this shit. Uh, basically what that involves, Shane, is that if you spend two struggle po- two points of your struggle skill, uh, you can essentially lay the cuffs and lay the full grapple on him, and he is subdued. Uh, that's okay. scuffling, right? Scuffling, sorry, not Ooh, struggle. What a beautiful word. Oh. 
have a lot. Uh, okay, so my scuffling is five. Yeah, so you can spend two of those points, and then you all, you still need to make the roll against him, though. All right. Uh, so, so this may use up all your scuffling if you want to spend any points on it. Uh, yeah, all right. So. How many spent? Uh, two. Okay, so you're going to add plus two to your roll. Yeah. He's going to make a roll. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Let's say he got a five with his point spend. Uh, you got a four. Yeah. Um, no, you, you get onto him. You uh, you start moving in to cuff him. Uh, and he just kind of elbows you off of him. And starts trying to crawl away. Jesse? Um, what about the, uh, the super speed guy? What's he doing right now? Is he still just standing like way off in the distance? Uh, well, he, he looks like he's not 100% sure what's going Oh, yeah, he needs to make a roll to avoid all the birds. Ooh, yeah. The super speed does not, include a super, does not include super agility. There's a lot of biomass there. Ah, he does not make the five I was looking for. Uh, so he takes a bird to the face. Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, and he's a little bit um, busy right now. Okay. So, uh, so concussion beams, that just hurt people or does that sort of like knock them out of it? Uh, it hurts people. Just hurts people? Concussion beam is the, sort of the basic archetypal blast power. Oh, okay. It doesn't have additional effects. It just knocks people about. Okay. Uh, so you're going to roll to hit. You spend points from your blast power if you, to, uh, add to your roll to hit. Okay. Then after that, you can spend two extra points per plus one additional Uh, damage bonus. Okay. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to assume that that guy's sort of going to be busy with the birds, so I'm actually going to run over and try to subdue the guy that she was just getting at. Okay, so you want to stop the guy in the restaurant? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Okay, so I do a scuffle, yeah? Yep. I'll do... I'll do three. Okay. That is a seven. He rolled a three. Nice. Uh, You want to spend two points on your damage roll to subdue him? Uh, Yes. Okay, so the, the sequence of events is basically, Shane, you go over, uh, just as you said, you've got your cuffs out in one hand, you got your gun out in the other, um, you go down, you know, you put the knee on his back, he cut, he rolls, he knocks you off of him, and then Jesse moves in, um, you know, just kind of gives him a good uh, clock in the jaw, you stop resisting! <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, he, he did... resisting. He was was legitimately actually resisting. Yes. Uh, These are... Yes. Yes. Um, And you put the cuffs on him. And he's pretty much... He's subdued at this point. He's not going anywhere. Uh, He's got two cops on top of him. His birds ain't going to help out that much. Right. Okay. Is anyone doing anything about his buddy? His buddy's going to make another check. I was letting that resolve. Uh, his buddy rolled really well in his athletics check. He brushes the birds off of him. Uh-oh. Can't have that. Um, I'm going to point the car in his direction. <laughs> I'm going to honk at him. <laughs> when he looks, I'm going to flick on the high beams. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Give me a draw. Are you trying to just blind him? I'm just trying to blind him and hoping that you will do something about it. Uh, Can't give me another athletics check just to uh, shake off the birds. Or you can give me a control insects check to send, essentially send the birds elsewhere with the insects. Um, sure. Send them up the spot. What are you doing? Send the insects. Okay. You're just going to lure the birds off? Cool. Yeah. Give me a roll. 
I thought you were going to say that he's going to use control insect to subdue the other guy and make a stupid ants in a pants joke. You could do that too. <laughs> uh, but you, you move the cloud, like a swarm of insects, um, off into the sky and just kind of. Um, Out in the river valley. Yeah. <laughs> or, or at least away from you. Uh, the street is covered with shit, but uh, at least you don't have a seagull in your face anymore. <laughs> but I probably had a bunch of butts in my mouth. Just yeah. <laughs> well. um, and do I manage to at least get speed? Oh, uh, give me a driving check. Driving check. Um, I am not a good driver. <laughs> um, well, I'm a great. I'm a very safe driver. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, driving, you use driving when you're trying to do something Interesting or daring with yeah, a car. You your around. regular commute to work, you do not have to. No, this is for like perform a boxer maneuver. Um, I will spend a point on that. Sure. Give me a roll. Because uh, seven. Uh, he he throws his arm up in front of his eyes and just he looks dazzled. Okay. And to be fair, he's also still trying to get over being attacked by a swarm of birds. Well, exactly. It's, That's why I figured yeah. something like this would work. And if nobody else is doing anything, I'm gonna roll yeah. down the window and taser him. Ooh. You're a little too far oh, away too to far taser. Away? Yeah. yeah. Then I will speed towards him, rolling down the window, hit the brakes, and taser him. <laughs> Give me a driving check. <laughs> I will spend, this one's going to be quite difficult. I will spend, let's say, three of my remaining driving points. Okay. Because I don't want to kill the child. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ah, seven again. Oh, good. I was looking for a seven. Nice. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> And now give me a, uh, a shooting check. All right. I'm also not the best shot. Um, so I will spend uh, two points out of that pool as well. Sure. You know I'm calling it right now. This is the game where people will die. Well, it's funny you did that because I did roll the two. So with, with the two points I had, I got a four. You need a four or higher to hit someone. Oh, so. thank God. Okay, now give me your damage check. Uh, okay, that's just a D6. Does the taser add anything? Uh, nope. And I don't have a pool to do anything out of that, so... Nope. Just gonna tase him. Yep. Uh, five. Ooh. Tase Not good. bad. Yeah, he, uh... He's he starts... wearing those underwear with the silver to keep him antibacterial. <laughs> <laughs> so, he starts convulsing a little. He's, uh, he's a touch preoccupied at this point. Yep, he ain't running nowhere now. You guys are terrible cops. <laughs> to be fair, I did state Lethal Weapon was an inspiration for this, and apparently, so is Last Action Hero. God. <laughs> now can I web him? <laughs> um, yes. So well, basically, you're. What you told me about my character, part of my character's influence now is Nicholas Angel from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> I love it. We'll get into that when it comes up. Sh- well, Shane, when he when he was talking about his character, he's like, I don't really know what to play him. Like, do, do you want to play a guy who's like two years away from retirement, who's too old for this shit? Well, the thing is, didn't you tell me that I'm the only one here whose powers involve paperwork? Uh, no. I told you... I don't remember what I told you. You, you certainly have the about, biggest utility you power. You about my teleportation power requiring paperwork. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no. Oh. Yeah. It's every time you teleport, you have to um, file a short report with the government that says, I teleported. Here's where I teleported. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of spoiled that. I'm a teleporter. Which basically means that my character is equal parts Danny Glover, Nicholas Angel, and Catbug. Amazing. Uh, so, anyways, guys on the ground, if somebody would kindly tell them. Okay, Okay, so you're going to need to make a uh, webbing check then. All right. Um, As opposed to your scuffling. So you want to spend any points on that? 
spend two. Okay. I don't think he's going to beat that. <laughs> nope. And then you spend two more points from your webbing, and you successfully web him up. Cool. Can I start healing him in? <laughs> we only caused well, a huge amount of property damage. The, the, the one problem with your webbing is that you are not... Um, it takes a lot of work to uh, to pull someone in. Okay. Like I said, you don't have the super strength aspect yeah. of it. You just have the ability to shoot webs at people. I just kind of want to drag him on the ground. I don't care. You, you, you've got him. I mean, like you, you, you would, he is yeah. not going anywhere. Uh, even with it, especially okay. with the super speed, because uh, you know, with good measure, you just kind of web his ankles together and. Okay. And you, uh, you, ba- you guys basically just wait. Um, yeah, well, and, and like you know, give them the standard like you have been yeah. charged with this. Blah blah blah. The, the Canadian. I'm know. not sure if Canada has the Miranda Act. Uh, no, we have a warning thing where the police have to give you a warning that you're going to be arrested. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, tell yeah. you that you're under arrest for being charged for whatever. I've never been arrested before. Yeah, so. neither have I. But I've, yeah, turns out I've played a few other cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, eventually, very shortly, actually, this being White Ave. Um, yeah, Ad- additional uh, cop cars show up. Um, a van shows up that you guys uh, essentially you. It's not your van, but it's for your criminals. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, so it, it's a van. It has no windows on it. It has nothing anyone can see out of. And it's got, like redundant it, motor options. It's made out of like like a bunch of like like polyurethane instead of metal exactly like it, it, it's essentially your power proof van or as close as you can get to it yeah, yeah. and they get tossed in the back and assuming that they're not teleporters able to walk through walls or explode they're probably going to be safe nice <laughs> the guy who drives that must make a ton of money he gets <laughs> danger pay out the wazoo to be fair though he only needs to bring it around once like once or twice a month but he's so. gotta be on call all the time <laughs> yes so, uh, you guys are left standing in the middle of the street <laughs> with their car lodged in Szechuan Garden. The, sh- the street is just covered in bird shit and dead bugs. Oh, and live bugs. And, no, well, no, he oh, controlled... They all left. They all left. It is the most bug-free that White Ave has ever been in its entire history. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the uh, safety inspector's not going to like all those dead bugs in the restaurant. Yeah. Say, say nothing of the bird shit and anti Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, the restaurant, to be fair, has a couple other problems, like the fact that there's a car, like, halfway through it. It adds to the, uh... Adds to the ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> no longer a Szechuan Garden, it is now a planet Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and we'll pull out to our, uh, to our title credits of Mutant City Blues. <laughs> before that, before that, before that, you set this up. I just kind of look around. I look at my partners here. And I just go, wait for it. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Sad saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot. Uh, Play into classic '80s saxophone music. <laughs> uh, and when, when we come back in, um, you are back. Um, you have offices at the downtown headquarters of uh, EPS. You. Um, so you actually have, you have, like, decent computers, uh, you have access to the forensics lab, you have access to the morgue, you've actually been set up decently well, it's just that there's not a great deal of funding because there are only four officers on the Edmonton police force that have superpowers, 
or at least that publicly admit to having superpowers. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while you hear rumors that maybe Vice has got a guy yeah. um, who they keep like undercover, but yeah. you, you're the people they were willing to shove forward. Gotcha. And... Um, there's a shortage of administrative support. Yeah, and you're back there filing uh, the uh, just reams of paperwork. Oh. And um, I, th- I, I've been trying to figure out exactly what the analogous rank is to captain in the Can- in Canadian Police Force. I think it's inspector. Oh, well, it depends, because, like, the RCMP doesn't have a direct one, and then municipal police forces sometimes do, sometimes don't. Yeah. It depends on which police force you're with. I th- it seems to be either inspector or superintendent. Yeah, it's usually your inspectors. Yeah. Um, so your inspector is a guy named Crows. Um, he doesn't have powers. He's just nominally been put in charge of you guys. Um, he runs, um, like, com- uh, like, the community outreach division and the like on the side. So you guys are just sort of part of his portfolio. Mm-hmm. And he just comes out and he looks at you guys. And have any of you like showered or changed your clothes since you got back from this? Three definitely times. not. <laughs> I don't know. My death is just a mess. What the hell was that? <laughs> uh, it, it, Apparently, it was our new guy's driving exam <laughs> with my car. It's, te- it's technically a minivan. Thought he did a good job. We got you them, didn't we? Yeah. We got them. You got them? Somebody caused a car to smack through the middle of a Chinese restaurant. And now I'm fielding calls from the city about who's going to clean up the mess you guys made over a block of White Ave. Sure, sure. Is, do, we, do we know any mutants with, that they can like sweep really fast? That you think vision? this is funny? You, you you think this is funny? I mean, sir, I, I, I thought it was a legitimate question. It, it, it was an attempt to, to stop the vehicle. They were in, in oncoming traffic. Uh, I figured the best thing to do would be to utilize my abilities to stop them from any sort of slowly reaches for a paper bag. <laughs> stop them uh, from potentially causing more harm. Uh, a building that's largely unoccupied... <laughs> Is, is better than a uh, uh, head-on collision, which was uh, the risk to life and limb at the time. Sir. <sighs> okay. Okay, here's what I want. I want the paperwork on my desk first thing tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then there's going to be a review of your team... Because this keeps happening. Uh, your character's name was Moreau, uh, yeah, Shane? Floyd, Floyd Moreau. Detective Moreau. You are in charge of these people. You are. You have the most seniority here. You, you actually have a good case record behind you. You got a good clearance rate. And I'm sorry. I feel bad that you get stuck with this. But as of right now, Detective Moreau is your lead officer. And just... 
And he just pinches his, uh, his nose, just the, the Giles face palm. Yeah. Sir, if you just review uh, my application, if you put back in archives, I, I would happily not not do field work. And, and he just looks at you. I, I'll, I'll file it with the others. <laughs> sort of shrinks and yeah. There's a open, pile open like of a, them just building in my inbox. Yeah, I cycle it regularly. Yeah, you should stop that for right now. Yeah, yes, sir. All right. I'm going to go home where I was sleeping peacefully until I got a call about this. You're going to get the reports in. You're going to follow Detective Morrow's lead. Am I clear? Yes, yes sir. Mr. Clear, sir. No more cars through windows. Okay. Have a good night. And he leaves. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Just kind of like sneers a bit. He's just like, he's just like, tch, as he sort of leaves. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really like the attitude. Richardson gets working on that paperwork. All right, then. So we're going to fast forward to um, you coming in into work the next morning. You uh, submit your paperwork. And you, you just get to, you know, your regular routine. Um, and then you get a call. Um, inspector wants to see you. As I pull out my notes, because that was the first part of the game to introduce you, and that was the easy part. Is he bringing in everybody, or just Moro? Um, he's bringing in all of you. Oh god, we're in so much trouble. <laughs> Excellent, we're coming at the right time. Pace this episode perfectly. <laughs> that was... Okay. I need you, uh, you know, um... Actually, wait, he doesn't call you into the office. He just calls you up, um... Need you to get down to, um, ah, crap. Where's the area, uh, the, um, ah, forgetting my Edmonton geography. Damn it. Uh, it's largely flat, it's okay. <laughs> it really is. Um, north end of the city, mm -hmm. um, last stop on the, um, on the train. It's, uh. Oh, uh, in Clairview. Clairview. Yeah. Need you to get up to Clairview. There's been a murder. Uh, scientists from the Quaid Institute, and you guys know the Quaid Institute is, um, uh, it started off, uh, it was founded by a guy who was a lecturer at McEwen, uh, McEwen University, and he was the guy to invent, uh, anamorphology, which is the study of mutant powers, uh, a guy named Dr. Quaid, and he started up his own, uh, like, private think tank called the Quaid Institute, and they uh, they have people who uh, you know they work in hospitals, they work in uh, community outreach, and generally when anything involving them comes up, you guys have to go deal with it because it directly involves the mutant community on some level. Yeah, uh, have we ever seen a murder involving them before? No, no, of course no. not. Oh, but you your your lead officer is a homicide detective, so. Oh, you guys can take your points back. Oh, it's been a day. Right. Yeah, a day has passed. You regenerate your skill points and your power points every 24 hours. And if you take health damage, it regenerates at two per day. Oh, okay. 
Excellent. Very sweet. So you uh, you drive up to Clearview. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a. I drive up to Clearview. Yes. <laughs> yes, you well, drive that's... this time. I'm assuming nice and orderly. Yes. Nice and uh, not, you know, trying to zoom in between cars and going over the uh, the pavement. Correct. Not leaving a trail of destruction behind you. We're going to get away. He's got a point. <laughs> he has a point. I, I, I prefer uh, You get up there. Scene has already been cordoned off by police. Uh, there's tape across the front of the building. There is a body uh, on top of a car. It looks like it probably fell off the fifth floor. Just, you know, you look up, it's a five-story building. The The body's made a sizable dent in the car. Um, coroner hasn't touched it yet. Okay, uh, if we approach, can we see why? Yep, you uh, you flash your bat, you flash your badges, you flash yeah, your well, ID. We're in uniform now, stage oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, I guess, no, they're playing close. I'm in uniform, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the reject policing from uh, last action hero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. They they let you through. Um, one of the uh, one of the constables just shows you. Uh, he addresses everything tomorrow. Says um, neighbors had a crash about five a.m. Uh, came out, found the body on top of the car. Called nine one one. We got out here as soon as we could. Cordoned it off. Uh, sent for you guys. Uh, coroner hasn't touched it yet. Looking at the body. Oh, hang on. You said you did say this was a murder, right? Or just they think it's it's sus- suspected murder. Yeah, uh, right. might be a suicide, but it doesn't seem that likely. Uh, and I actually have a handy dandy sheet that I printed off that has all your investigative skills on it. So I have them. I've got a bunch. No, you've got investigative skills. Oh, these. Are, yeah. 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 You you have rather a lot actually. Powers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so just okay. looking at this body, is it obvious? Is this like somebody who's like got like LED fur? Nope. Um, or just like he does have. Um, now they're uh, primary and secondary mutations. Like second type mutants have useless mutant powers. Yeah. Like the color, to, the power to change the color of your eyes or unnaturally colored eyes, hair, or skin. Right. Uh, he does not appear to have any. Okay, so he might be human. Might be a regular dude. Okay. Yeah, he might be a norm. Uh, but he's uh, the detective says. Uh, sorry, the constable says. But um, we we did get his ID out of his pocket uh, when, we, when we saw he worked for the Quaid Institute. We uh, we put in a call to you guys. Right, uh, so who is he? And, and how's he dressed for five a.m.? Uh, he is dressed actually to uh, go to work. Uh, ID says he's uh, Doctor Stanley McDougal. Uh, he's got ID for the Quaid Institute. He's got ID for a, a, a hospital downtown. Cool. Uh, with the hospital, what wings are, is he allowed in? That might tell us um, what doctor he was. Uh, uh, looks like he was a surgeon. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, then definitely 5 a.m. He could be ready to go to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, I have a form here, and he sort of opens up his briefcase and pulls out a form uh, for uh, specialized evidence collection. Yeah, yeah, I'll get this to my watch, Commander. Um, okay. Uh, if, if you'd like the rest of your um, crew to please avert their eyes. 
And so, Richardson are you going to Anthony chew it? Of course he is. <laughs> okay, at this point, we're going to reveal that one of Will's powers is analytic taste. So he's going to walk oh. over <laughs> and he's going to pluck a hair off the body and like put it on like a little like dish he's got in his briefcase. Yeah. Now, okay, to be fair, you are not a full cybopath. You oh, can't no, no, like no. postcog the body, but you can tell rather a lot, really. Yeah, well, I figured I could get something interesting out of this. Yep. Um, and this is one of the reasons he's so nervous about this, because he hates the idea of it. Um, so yeah, plucks the hair off, puts it on like a little tray, cuts the hair into a smaller piece, and then... <laughs> eats it. Eats it with great revulsion. Okay, <laughs> so... Um, How many points should I spend to activate this power? Do I need to spend any? Doesn't appear that you need to spend any. Rat. Lovely. So, you... Um, Essentially, you're a walking chemical lab. Anything you taste, oh, wow. you can detect the full chemical composition of. You innately understand it. Awesome. Um, so what you can detect is that this man um, was a habitual user of cocaine. Oh. Uh, so. This got a little zing to it. Tangs of miracle. He was in his early 40s. Okay. Um, he was in moderately good health. Uh, you know, probably went to the yeah. gym semi-regularly. Yeah. Uh, watched what he ate. Yeah, but like still, you know, spurge once in a while. Uh, his DNA does not taste mutant. Okay. Uh, what does mutant DNA taste like? Depends on the mutant. Uh, often like fruity devils. Delicious. Oh, you can get his blood type, too. Oh, great. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> yes, you have a high revulsion threshold. Um, you only eat the uh, the purest, most perfect foods. Oh, again, I'm rolling. Or, or going with the Tony Chu example, beets. Yeah, eat a lot of beets. A lot of beets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a comic called Chew, where the main character, whenever he eats something, gets like this full post cognitive understanding of it, except for beets. And the, like the second panel of the book is, oh, except for beets, Tony Chu eats a lot of beets. <laughs> so that's the information you get from that. Okay. Mm. Uh, the the cops don't look away, but they're used to you guys. They know you guys are weird. Yeah. Right. Well, and like it's not like he's like vampire, like ripping out the guy's throat and like lapping out the blood. But for Richardson, this is disgusting. You're not doing the Tony Chu of like literally taking a bite out of his flesh. Exactly. Yeah, he's like just like nibbling on a hair that he right. like plucked off with forceps. He's not. But for him personally, he finds it disgusting. It's just that kind of guy. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so yeah. Mm. Uh, used head and shoulders. Didn't have dandruff. Probably susceptible to marketing. Uh, good health. Uh, B negative. Um, uh, he's clean except for the cocaine. <laughs> He's clean except for the lots of cocaine. Yeah, uh, pretty good too. Um, it's uh, the same thing to gloss over there, Amos. I didn't. I, I, I left the most important part for last. It, 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 it's I, I took a seminar on on effective communications, and and you, you want to. Yeah, 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 you made your point. You made your point. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll share the PDF with you. you. You might find it enlightening. Oh great! Oh my god! I just realized who you are, though. You're, you're George Francisco from Alien Nation. Oh, <laughs> like one hundred percent, totally by the book. Oh yes. Oh boy. Okay. No mustard in the coffee. 
Okay, uh, I'm going... Oh my god, they make you drink the coffee first in the morning? Of course they do. <laughs> take, take a taste. Arabica? Yeah. Not a single trace of urine. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> hates us today. It's fair trade. Janice should really change her nail polish. Like. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I am now going to use my power, which is spatial awareness, to uh, analyze the crime scene. Wonderful. I was hoping you'd use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can judge that uh, while he landed on the top of the car... Um, the building is exactly, um, I'm going to say five, no, six and a half meters away, um, from the street. So there is absolute, and his, you can actually tell his precise trajectory where it looks like he took an extended, um, movement out of the building and then an arc. A very, very steep arc where he just suddenly lost uh, momentum and then hit the car. Hmm. So based on that arc... It is impossible that he could have just drunkenly fallen out okay. or fallen out while he was high on cocaine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Unless so, he was drunkenly making out with some sort of flying mutant. And like it's, not a matter of him, it's not a matter of him jumping. It's more likely he was thrown. Or, or pushed or dropped or shot out of a cannon. <laughs> this would definitely seem to uh, to indicate foul play. Right. Uh, so in the words of Columbo... Just so people understand, the spatial awareness basically gives me a detective mode. It does, actually. Oh, it, uh, so it, it allows him to... Well, it gives you part of detective mode where you're able to precisely judge spatial relations between objects. Um, it also makes him an amazing shot. Um <laughs> But primarily what it does is he can perfectly judge distance, um, trajectory, everything. If you walk him into a crime scene, um, you don't need a guy with little laser pointers and glowing sticks to tell you where the bullets went uh, or how the blood sprayed. He can tell you that automatically. And uh, with the fact that it was Moida, we're going to end today's session. So that's been the first hour of Mutant City Blues. I hope you enjoyed our... uh, Terrible police officer's antics. I'm your GM for this evening, uh, Derek DeMarc from Chasing Muse, and I'm joined with, to my left, Jesse, Shane, Will, Cameron, and uh, come back next week when, well, the investigation can only get more terrible. Be seeing you. Terrible Warriors is released under a Creative Commons license, which means, hell, just go and share it, remix it, use it in something else, just make sure you give us credit for it, okay? That's cool, too. Mutant City Blues will return next Thursday. On Monday, we take a dive back into the world of the Ghostbusters with Mike the Birdman Dodd and his Hamilton franchise. Ghostbusters now hiring episode one, because that last episode actually wasn't episode one. It was episode zero. It was like a little pre- Episode 1 teaser, Ah, you get the idea. And, of course, the Matrix Extraction we have running this month. Also on Mondays, we're, like, alternating the Ghostbusters and the Matrix back and forth. And I gotta tell you, head to patreon.com slash terriblewarriors and become a supporter. If you do, you're gonna be able to listen to the reaction that Ori, Julian, and Cassie had at the final episode of the Matrix Extraction when, well, Steve revealed something. Something he had been planning since the very beginning. I don't know. 
I'd buy that for a dollar. And Mutant City Blues will return next week. Mutant City Blues is by Robin D. Laud and Pelgrane Press. Campaign music by Kevin McLeod. Artwork by Steve Saylor. And audio production by Justin Eacock. And until next time, fellow warriors, thank you for supporting, thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing the Terrible Warriors. Warriors.